So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Micah from Pilia. And we're gonna ask some, some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired the creation of the project and what does the band name mean? Yeah, so uh the project started um to be like my bucket of current songwriting. I've had a couple bands over time, but I wanted to uh have like a proper more solo-y thing. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously collaborating with people too, but something a little bit more self-guided. And uh, the next was the band name. Uh, it's a misspelling of the plant Pelea, I think mm-hmm. they're pronounced. So, uh, yeah. So uh, I had one of those plants. I was seeing them around. My partner, Zinni, was like, maybe that's the name. So, All right. <laughs> yeah, then, then a misspelling, so it's Googleable. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, was that on purpose or was that like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Signed up to know that was on purpose. the wrong way. Exactly. Uh, so congratulations on your newest release, Swell. How do you feel the response to it so far? Of course. It slapped. I really liked it. Oh, yeah. Thanks. No, it's been uh, it's been terrible. Uh, no. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> no one's even listened to oh it. <laughs> no, it's been good. Like, I had no idea what it would be like launching the project in a, in a pandemic and mm-hmm. not being able to play shows because I feel like for me, um, being in bands, shows are always a huge part of it. So it feels a little strange, but it's also been good to figure it out this way as well. And I mm-hmm. feel like sometimes you put it off. So anyways, response has been great. I've been uh, really happy with it. It's it's cool to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was actually your debut album, I'm pretty sure. What was that rollout like? As you mentioned, like we're still kind of in a pandemic. So what was that process like trying to get the word out there? Yeah, I mean, trying to like line up a reasonable set of like songs, certain dates, you know, figuring mm-hmm. out your, your singles and your premieres and trying to line up um, helping, getting people to help you tell the story of it all. So mm-hmm. um, my sort of plan has been more to backload it and that I think for a new project, people like want the music. And then now I'm like planning, I'm filming a live session soon and I have like some other stuff that might be in person if uh, things are good and if you know if not it'll be it'll be digital so yeah now it's sort of like the follow-up and following through but i think the idea was more to like get it out to people as quick as possible and then Mm -hmm. like yeah let them have the record sort of thing that's fair yeah solid yeah uh so what made you choose the weight as the lead single for the record so uh with the with the weight um it's the first song on the record so uh i did um i actually did it number two but it was, but it is the first song on the record. It's actually the first song I wrote on the record, which was like, uh, yeah, I think it just has like a sort of overarching like chillness to it. When I mm-hmm. had both of the songs out, I sort of wanted them to like play into each other. Okay. Um, the first song was so, the first one that I put out, Great Success, was so like poppy. Mm-hmm. And this song is like so down tempo. And yeah. so I sort of wanted to showcase like everything that would be in the record, I guess. But it's so hard picking singles sometimes because you're like, oh, this song's good for this reason, but that doesn't make it a single, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, The Weight may be a funny single, but also I thought it like showcased some different sounds on the album. So yeah. That's fair. You actually mentioned that it was the first track on the album. What made you start it? Start the album off with more of a slower track rather than, as you said, the more poppier single that you put out? Yeah, I wanted to, like, uh, it, the the record doesn't necessarily have, like, a, a direct narrative, mm-hmm. but it definitely has an emotional narrative, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, like, I think it describes a lot of my process of music in that, like, 
I often come to music when I'm like distressed, you mm -hmm. know, and the weight is like a very down tempo sort of like you're feeling down song. And then when I'm like have played music or have seen music or have listened to music, by the end of it, I'm usually like pretty ecstatic and I like love life so much, you know? <laughs> so yeah. that's sort of the impetus to have it at the start. It's like coming to the music in sort of a little bit of like a maybe a little bit beat up but persevering way to to build up throughout the whole record. Right. That's very smart. Okay, that's sick. That's sick. <laughs> uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Swell. Uh, so the album name Swell, um, it's also like sort of a mantra idea throughout the whole record. And that like, mm -hmm. I'm a pretty like, I, I live a, you know, I live a very like first world, very privileged life. I have a I have a very easy existence, all things considered, but still like in my spare time, I find like my favorite thing to do is to make music that sort of complains. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So it's like uh, swell in that way is about like me as an individual, like swelling up with these feelings, you know, and like right. sort of, uh, and it's like, uh, so the record as a whole, I guess, is just me like making a joke at myself of being like, okay man like this is your your big swell um yeah but it's that's just more being like yeah lighthearted about it or just like how you can feel so full of emotion and mm -hmm. that's, uh what the record was for me the cover um the art was done by my friend Paige Sabarun. she's a collage artist uh check out her work her name's complex gloss on instagram and i really wanted to collaborate with Paige on this one because the record was sort of pieced together like half of it was done um, or sort of st like half of the tracking was done with um, my brother playing drums on it. And the other half was sort of more like bedroomy or like program mm -hmm. drums or my friend um, Tom played drums on another song. So it was sort of like a piecemeal, you know, yeah. and that idea of like the collage, I just sort of told Paige, like, run with it, do whatever you want. But I want your art because I feel like the album itself is a collage, you know, mm -hmm. so like a very visual thing and she did this amazing motif in the middle of a bird and it's like i i really resonated with that because i feel like the record has a collective vision even if it is a bunch of like discrete sort of pieces okay i That's love amazing. it yeah it's amazing <laughs> uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this album mm. yeah so the first two songs um i started writing me and my partner who's also like a an artist and she like um like she's working on a mo her first movie right now so she's oh, like damn that's yeah, huge yeah she wrote a script not like a but like not like a feature length but like mm -hmm. a short and Still. she's a crew and all that stuff so mm -hmm. yeah so she does all different kinds of stuff and um she was right she wanted to do some kind of writing um because she's initially like a photographer anyways um it's like we just decided we needed to like get away for a bit and just write and just mm -hmm. like the space to write um because i find in our day-to-day -day lives it's so easy to not create space to get your head there like it can take a couple hours to just get somewhere creatively mm -hmm. so, so we just like wanted to get out of town for a bit and do some writing and uh yeah that's where it started um really i wrote two songs there i wrote the weight and i wrote swell Mm -hmm. And then um, Great Success was sort of like uh, just like in the bedroom writing. And then some of the other stuff was like, yeah, a lot of the other stuff was sort of in 
in bedroom. But normally I start with a demo and I refine it and I write the lyrics a couple times and I re-record everything a couple times and then it just eventually I need to give up. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's really like an iterative process, but sometimes things are quick and sometimes they're not. I um like I've always recorded my own music. So like it's that's part of the writing process, like getting it into my computer. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Solid. All right. Uh, so I want you to pick your favorite lyric off of this album and tell us the meaning behind it. Okay, cool. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah, so I think the like the most, this one's really, really straightforward, but I think it's also like mantra of the record again. So it's like mm -hmm. a good motif for the whole thing. And um, my, my favorite lyrics of mine that I write are about, uh, it just, it's like really summarizes a way I feel deeply mm -hmm. in a couple in, in like a couple sentences so the lyric would be can i build a new understanding of service while still respecting my own needs and that was like a lot of the process of swell of like trying to be true to myself but also like i'm very community minded mm -hmm. and i like record a lot of bands and stuff and i like you know put too much time into it but so i, I run myself thin but then i sort of like I love it so much and I feel like it's what I should be doing, you know? Yeah. So it's striking a balance of being like, I have these projects and I love doing them. It's so good. But also like, I got to like take care of myself. Exactly. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so where was your headspace at uh, while you were writing this album? Sort of all over the place because it, it like started um, when we sort of took that trip and I felt like, it was like a period to sort of pause and try to summarize some things. And then like the song away I wrote in the pandemic. So it's like that had a very specific, like early pandemic vibe that was, mm -hmm. it, it was, it's really just like all of this, like, once again, I live a pretty cushy life, all things considered. Um, the, like, it was just for me, the pandemic was just needing to stay home, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and, uh, but at the same time, so like all that was fine. And I would, I like, wasn't sad about that, but I just like missed people. Like, so yep. it's like, oh my God, I just like, it, it really, uh, that, that was sort of it. So it was just being overcome with that. Whereas some of the other songs are, are literally like more, more like esoteric about what I'm trying to do in my life. Not just being like, I miss hanging out. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As you mentioned, like you're very community oriented. So like the pandemic must have hit you hard then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love booking shows and like doing sound at shows and recording my friends bands and all these mm -hmm. things. Every second of my free time, I'm sort of like out with people doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for sure. I, I think um, it's been hard for everyone. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, but definitely, I miss the community aspect of music. Mm -hmm. And two, just having like done it for, um, you know, not forever, but it, after a while, like you you're sort of doing DIY stuff for like a decade, and then you're like, why am I still here? You know. Mm -hmm. yeah. But ultimately, it's the community. Like I I mm -hmm. love like I love that aspect of it. So how did the track list come about? Did you just kind of randomly shuffle it until it fell together, or did you kind of have a plan as you were writing? Yeah, so for for track sequencing, um, I I definitely like I there's like a sequence to albums that you you find or people talk about and mm -hmm. just like being into 
making uh, records, I I felt like I was like trying to fit that sequence. So the first mm-hmm. song, I feel it's a bit of a slow come up, but it's like it gets you ready. And then song two needs to be like, you know, the the summer hands at the hands at yeah. the car window song. And then um, and then it was sort of like flow. And then um, the next song that I feel was like really placed was uh, the second last one away. Um, and that's sort of like a, a, there's, there's like that again, end of, uh, like end of record sort of banger, but not the last yeah. song. And then mm-hmm. the last song I felt like had to, it was like the most happy, uh, and I really wanted to end on that, like happy note. And it sort of has a solo and, uh, you know, a big crescendo at the end. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So there, there like, like half of them were sort of hard placed and the rest were like, where's it going to fit? Okay. okay, that makes know. sense. That makes sense. Uh, so what band or influence do you can hear the most on this record? Yeah, that's um. So <laughs> one might be like, okay, the first one I'd say like uh would be I listened to a lot of Oso oh Oso oh like right before starting Pilia, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel a real like definitely. Um, all all of Jade's records um, had a big influence, but growing up, it was the Weaker Thans and the Get Up Kids for sure. I was always like a little bit more of like a like I could play my songs on acoustic guitar, strummy sort of mm-hmm. writer. Like I'm not like a traditional like noodler. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and <laughs> like. I like playing guitar, but I sort of like go more on like riffs, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I play bass and I play bass in more bands than guitar. Um, but yeah, that's stuff. And, and then in recent times so much, I got into third eye blind, like big time <laughs> that sort of took over. Um, yeah. When I was listening to your album, the weirdest combination came to my head. It was um, heart attack man and Weezer. Does that, Make oh, any sense? Nice. yeah it was it's yeah i listened to a lot of blue, yeah mm-hmm. so i thought that was oh, interesting yeah, I to blue album. yeah blue albums good. yeah 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 well that's hey that's a cool comparison too i definitely i definitely don't don't mind it it's always cool like even to um i've gotten motion city soundtrack Ooh, yeah and and I wish I love because like, but I only got into that band like this year, like before people were making the comparison, but I was like, I love that you hear that. But like, it wasn't like in the, in the stew. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's All right. Uh, so this one should go super, super fast off the top of your head. I want you to describe this record for new listeners in three words. Uh, sad, but hopeful. That's good. All right. That's I like really that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think like stricken with the realities of life, but also it's sort of like light and like I, I try not to be too. I try to like give a little moment of comic relief here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. All right. Solid. It's good. Uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? And I know you just released this album, but are you working on anything new? Yeah. So, I mean, in a big way, like making Pilia was about um, starting a project I could grow into and I could sort of keep keep putting stuff out. So another record, I think it's also 
gonna be like a, an album band you know I'll, I'll mostly um work on records i would love to get one done as soon as possible i probably have a half dozen demos that are sort of uh coming together right now it's like getting the band geared up to do some performance and i would love to this summer track some stuff with them so yeah definitely another record coming but it's uh you know it's gonna be a little bit of a process but in the next five years for i, I hope i have like another four records out i don't know why like year. one of, yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah i maybe not that much but like at least three that would be cool um yeah i i love projects who um who are consistent and mm -hmm. like keep refining the thing it's like you know it's like the projects like rough marble the first year and then they keep adding the details and before you know it there's like this silk veil of marble and you're like how do they do it but it took a decade yeah mm -hmm. the complete opposite of weezer um so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for the last couple of questions we're actually gonna shift away from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row what would your last meal be with a drink oh uh, i would probably have i think i would have um like lobster and uh with uh with like a bourbon and on the rocks um yeah <laughs> oh, very fancy all right uh yeah well i'm from so i'm from, i'm from like eastern canada and i like there's a lot of fishing around and things like that and it's very rural so it's like sort of a it's a homie. it's a it's like the, the fancy that i grew up with yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. And, and bourbon it's like it's like I don't want to be too bloated from something else, and uh, well, I mean, that's dying the benefit right after. of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, I just imagine the pain of death while oh. also being bloated. It's like <laughs> never would have thought two, of that. Two different pains. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? I think I live in Springfield. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's immediately what came to mind. Uh, mm -hmm. I've been watching some Arrested Development otherwise, mm -hmm. but like, I don't, I could like actually live in Orange County. So I, yeah. All right. I guess Springfield's not real. So yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool to like hang out with Otto, go to Moe's. Um, like, uh, yeah. Sounds right. good. Uh, so I have the honor of asking one last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Ooh, probably green. Probably Sp green. Specific so shade. Uh, probably like uh, I have this sweater that I really like. That's sort of a a deepy, a deepish forest. Um, Ooh, I really yeah. like. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just it's probably because I wear a lot of black. So mm -hmm. the green sort of like, it, it's got something. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's in the next five years. Maybe I'll grow into a new shade. That could be nice. Like... <laughs> That'd be cool. Just a different shade of green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, something not as dark. Uh, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, uh, yeah. Go listen to Swell. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, we're we're I'm putting out a music video for great success. Um, that's coming out soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And then live session coming up, and the band is ripping, and it's it's I'm excited, I'm very thrilled. So yeah, thanks so much for having me. 
Of course. Of course. Thank you for sending out this. It's been a Pilia and Where They Good Noise podcast.